Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys, I have a special recording for you. I don't normally do this and it wasn't planned. I actually didn't even think about it until the very end of a coaching call that I had with one of my private clients. But what we covered is something that I think most of us struggle with. And in this coaching session, I did a lot of teaching. I don't normally talk as much as I did on this one, but there was so much going on in the background with my client that I really wanted to help her see why she was feeling that way and what was available to her. If she unpacked some of the things that we discussed. And so I wanted to like, have you hold space with me, with my client, and for you to like see what it's like to unpack some stuff and to come in with one thing and to leave completely changed in how you think about yourself, right? And I wanted to share, like, I also talk about like her protocol and I do this with each of my clients. Like when they figure out the way things work for them, like we actually identify their particular protocol. So when you hear me talking about like, and you know your way is this, it is an individualized way of how she processes things. And so me reminding it to her helped her also. So I just want to point that out. So if you're like, what is going on here? That's what that was. Again because I know I teach coaching also, I wanted to say like this one was different because there was a lot of teaching and uncovering. So I wanted to explain like why there was, because I think some of these things we need to know about. So it isn't real personal. And I love that for this call that I can share it because we don't really get in any of the weeds, just broad base topics for us and why we sometimes think the way we do. And yeah, I talk about some of our programming and some of the social impact of some of the decisions that our country has made. And you'll kind of see where I go with this, but it's an interesting glimpse And if this is something that interests you, if you want someone to walk through something like this with you so that you can unleash yourself from like blaming yourself, thinking something's wrong with you or tying and attaching yourself to how other people think of you or treat you, this is the freedom work here. 
And I want to invite you to book your sales call if this is some of the work you want to do. If you want to stop like challenging people or overthinking or really being attached to how someone shows up in their relationship with you, no matter who it is, a boss, a friend, a coworker, this is the work. And I invite you to come join me and do this work with me. All right. Without further ado, I'm going to give you an inside look into my coaching container where I did a lot of teaching, which I want you to hear because this teaching is relevant to us all. Okay. Bye, guys. Helped me to get to safety, but it's like, what does that really mean? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's safety for me. Okay. And then I really started thinking about where was this coming from? And like, I was thinking about my husband. And one of the things that I noticed that I do with my husband, I have a tendency to challenge him. At least that's mine. Okay. I was like, why do you do that? Like, you kind of like, I had to keep digging, like, why, why, why did you do that? It hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, OMG. In my family, there were not male leaders. Mm-hmm. Family, all the women were the leaders. And when men did come around and the men that were around, I really didn't see strength. Okay. And I was like, OMG. I'm seeing a pattern here What's where the- that men aren't trusted, that men can't be counted on. Okay, why do you need to count on them? I don't. And that was another revelation. (laughs) (laughs) But what I was thinking I was doing, Brig, I think I was connecting love that I had for my husband with counting on him. Like, if you can't trust and count on him, you must not love him. Like, that's what I was thinking. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Those two are separate. Yeah. And it, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That hit me like a ton of bricks and I got really emotional. I was like, oh my God, like why? And I think that what was going on was I was attaching my love for him in a lot of things, a lot of areas. It's like, just because I don't do this doesn't mean that I don't love him or I don't value him. Okay, but here's the deal. Like, I'm more curious as, because it sounds like you've been doing a lot of introspection on. Yeah what love looks like and what I should be doing if I'm in love. Yes. Mm -hmm. All of those things that you should be doing and should be feeling and should be thinking. Mm -hmm. How does that equate (laughs) to love? For one, I think it goes back to my childhood and like the females in my life help keep me safe provided for me. I don't see how I want to say this because (laughs) as a kid, I think Mm -hmm. it's it's going back to like, remember your process is distinguish. That second one. First one is tell yourself, right? Right. Distinguish that was then and this is now. Mm -hmm. And then take a beat, right? That's That's your thing. So even now, Mm -hmm. even now, Let's answer this question. Okay. Do the females in your family provide you safety now? No. 
<laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because you're like, when I was a kid, it was the females who provided me safety. And mm-hmm. I have went like, I can't trust any men. Cool. But now you're not a kid anymore. So even the females don't provide you safety. So does that mean you can't trust them? No, doesn't mean it. <laughs> Why not? If it's the same thing now. Because I don't need them for my safety. Do you need your husband for your safety? Well, I, I realized it. Like, as I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't need him for my safety. And because how I feel that he? way, how doesn't take he? away my love. Yeah. How can he give you safety? I don't know. Well, that was a mismatch. That was where I was like, this is why you're so confused because you're counting on, he can't provide it for you. And it hit me like, but I think there's a part of me that knew that, but what was bothering me was that I was connecting that to love. There was a part of me that says, no, 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 you gotta count on him for your safety because if you don't, that means you don't love him. And I'm like, no, that's not what that means. What if, if you don't count for him on your safety, it's okay that that doesn't reflect love for you, for him, but it does reflect love for you. Like you reflect love for him completely different and safety is not it. Yes. Okay. Right. But yeah. your answer to your brain is like, well, this right here then means that I don't love him. You can answer back. Yeah. That's not a reflection. My safety is not a reflection of my love for him. My safety is a reflection of my love for me. Yes. How does that feel when you say that? And basically what you're saying is he's not supposed to make me safe. That's my job. Right. When I realized what I was doing, I was like, oh my goodness, like no one can provide you that but you. Only you. No one. And that's when it really like hit me like, okay. But then that second part was, that does not mean that you don't love your husband because you're relying on him for your safety. That was like huge for me because- that's not the only thing that I felt like I felt like there was other things and I'm like, Oh my goodness. I was just like, I'm not going to say messed up, but it's just interesting how I was taking these actions and equating them to my love for him. Right. And one has nothing to do with the other. It's like, no, th- this- let's slow it down though. Cause okay. you said like, I challenge him a lot, mm-hmm. which would make sense. Why does that make sense? Yeah. I'm looking for him to provide things right. that he should not be providing for me. Right? So it makes sense that you're like, I'm always challenging him. Like, so right. you're looking for that safety hit. Yeah. It's like, oh give me, God. give me some, pick, pick, pass it, pass, pass the safety. Yeah. Pass it, yeah. pass. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you ain't passing. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> pass the safety. Give me a hit of safety. Yes. Yeah. So even if he does the things that looks like safety to you, Mm -hmm. it disappears. So you keep needing him to redo it. So it's like, he ain't doing it. So let me challenge him to like, do do it. Because safety that he gives you lasts like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. And because we know the way serotonin and dopamine and all of Mm -hmm. those operate in our body, it takes more to do it. So it's like, <laughs> like I yeah. just got to always up it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. To get the thrill. And so the key for you is to see that it's like, oh, that's yeah. why I keep challenging him because I keep trying to up it. And yep. 
the way I'm doing now, it's fleeting. Mm -hmm. And what is that going to look like five years from it? Then I'll just be like pushing him away because I'm keep asking for something that's like. But let's not talk about him. Let's uh-huh. talk about you. What is that experience like for you oh. five years from now? But then I look at him like he's not a good husband. And I keep feeling this like I don't feel safe. And it's like, no. Yeah, like you're going to feel yeah. even more threatened. Right. Yeah. You're going to be miserable in your marriage. Yes. yes. Like you're going to feel like there's something missing in your life. Right. You're going to have your PhD, all of this shit, and you're going to be empty. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Like, I really want you to paint the picture of like that experience of what you're creating by this, because it's a net negative. There's no end to it. Right. It's like a boat that you keep filling, but there's a big old hole underneath. Yeah. And you're going to be exhausted mentally. Mm -hmm. And you won't have any energy to do any of the other things past your PhD that you want to do and create this life. I won't. Nope. No, you're absolutely right. That's what it's going to look like. And that's what you have to tell that part of you that keeps like picking, like needing him to provide safety is like, look, I fast forward into the future. Right. I get that you need safety. We're going to work on that. I got you. Right. But listen, if we do it your way, I'm going to be in the ocean sinking (laughs) <laughs> yes trying to, like trying to bail the water out yeah and there's a hole yeah i can't do it your way i've tried so like you can acknowledge that part take the pause and acknowledge that part but it's like yeah and you can acknowledge like when i was a kid of course the people around me provided safety because that's when i needed them right absolutely yeah but that was then and this is now. It's pretty profound for me. Very, very profound. Yeah. I think we need to give yourself some compassion here on this. Mm-hmm. Like you say, take a beat. I love your, yeah. I love your protocol. <laughs> Everybody's probably like help them develop their protocol. But yours is like, I'm like, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> but as women, mm-hmm. conditioned to get our safety through men. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, it's not even like, that's not a sign of weakness. That's not a sign of low self-esteem or desperate, or I didn't do my work or anything. That's a sign of the patriarchal system that you were born into. And you see it in every movie, every song, every advertisement, every magazine picture, like you are surrounded by it. Yes, 100%. (laughs) Because you have to remember, it wasn't less than, what, 100 years ago that we were property. We couldn't Absolutely. sign for anything. So yeah. our safety did come from the man. It, like, that is true. Yeah. That yeah. is the life that we live. Mm-hmm. Only because of the laws, not because they could provide safety. Mm-hmm. But now we live in a world where our hierarchy is in our ability to be paired. Mm, yeah. Because the first thing they say, if you're not paired, is what's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you married? Why aren't you this? Yeah. So that says to be paired is right. Yes. And Mm -hmm. not to be paired is wrong. Mm -hmm. If there was something right with me, I would be paired. Yes. So you have to see like, oh, the system is designed for us. Yeah. 
to like think that like they're supposed to provide for me and they're supposed to take care of me and they're supposed to do all like, and I'm supposed to do all this to make his house happy. And if I'm not, then I must not be a good woman. Like you just have to see it. And when you see it for what it is, then you can decide what you want to put back in a bucket and what you don't want to put back in a bucket. Mm -hmm. You can put all of that back in a bucket, but I want you to do so intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. And with the understanding that all his actions in the world can't change your feeling because safety is a feeling. Yes. Which takes him off the hook. Absolutely. And it's just way too much pressure for him. Because first of all, he doesn't even know anything about this. (laughs) That's so funny. Like I didn't go to him and say, guess what? I'm looking for you to provide me safety. I've never had that conversation with him. So it's almost like I'm assuming that he should know all of this stuff and I'm putting all this burden on him. He knows nothing about it, nothing. Nothing. So he's walking around living his life like, okay, wife is happy. But it's like, oh, is that what you were looking for? I didn't know that. (laughs) You never had a conversation with me. But I also realized that this is the interesting thing is that when I say that I provide my safety, it literally feels liberating. It feels good. It doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel like, you know, you can't keep yourself safe. I know I can keep myself safe. Like I am 100% sure that I know I can provide for my safety. But again, I think it was that socialization that, oh, he's your husband. He provides your safety. It's like, no, he doesn't. And I'm like, that's where I think the issue was coming in. Like, like you said, being paired. Right. Because I don't feel safe. Yeah. And pairing means, yeah, that's your safety. And if you're not paired, you're not safe. And it's like, no, that's not true. Yes. That's so good. Let me ask you. Yes. If you detach your safety from him and provide it for yourself, Mm -hmm. how much more love would you experience in this relationship? Oh, I would experience a lot more love. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Why? Well, because I'm not looking for something that he just can't provide. I don't care even even if I had said I had a conversation with him, he still can't provide it. Because like you said, he provides. Second later, I want more. And that's putting a lot of pressure on him and myself. And myself, to be honest. It's like, I didn't give him a handbook. He doesn't have a handbook that says this is what I need to do. Right. Here's the deal. Love is a feeling. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this because you, you're like you're a nurse. We're gonna we're gonna get a little geeky here. Good. <laughs> Love is a feeling. Mm-hmm. And when we interpret and when we see things that represent love, a little bit of serotonin gets released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But only a little bit. Yeah. And so we experience the serotonin. And we're like, that's love. Hmm. Hmm. But those vesicles, it's only in the sodium potassium channel and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. for about 30 seconds and then it's gone. It's fleeting. Mm -hmm. So you need him to do something else, like I said, to get more of that (laughs) serotonin. Yes. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, if you're the one who releases it because you're just choosing to feel love all the time, look at him. He's so confused right now. I just love Mm -hmm. him. He don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he really trying. Right. He's 
all wrong. I told him to go to the store and get tied. And he got, what the hell is this? Right. <laughs> and you give yourself the serotonin. Yes. Yes. Anytime you need to feel love, that 30 second hit is within you. You had the opportunity to experience so much more love because you're now the dope queen. Yeah. I put on your engineer my own feelings. I like that. Yes, <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You're the serotonin sister. Mm-hmm. I can create my own serotonin. Yep. And I know I can. Cause I've kind of done, I've done it <laughs> before. So I like, even as I was going through this and I was thinking about, you know, you provide your own safety. I literally got like, it was confetti in my body, just having a celebration. I could feel it. And I was like, like you said, there it is. Yeah. I created that. I didn't have to look outside of myself and look for someone else. I created that myself and it made me feel so good. But when I think about how i you know, place some burden on my husband, unbeknownst to him, because he doesn't even know it, it created angst in me. And then I become resentful of him. And it's like, yeah, but is that fair to him? He doesn't even know it. And it's not fair to you. So instead of experiencing love or safety, you experience resentment. Yes. Yes, exactly. Right. Which makes no sense when you think about it. (laughs) Yeah. And you get to do it with so much compassion because it's like, I know why that's there. Yes. Not with, it's there, something must be wrong with me. I missed right. it. Like, Cause when right. we tell ourselves that story, hell, all of us grew up in households, yep. mostly female, right? So it's like mm-hmm. something's empirically wrong with me because my programming or my priming is there's always women. Right. So therefore I'm always gonna be like that. No. right. It's so much more than that little thing. That's what society wants to tell us. We came from broken homes, so therefore we're broken. Right, exactly. Bullshit. Right. So 100%. Your home was was complete. Yes. So when we take it from that, go all the way back and like the, oh my God, all these black women, they're raising all their kids in all these broken homes. And that's why we have crime rate. And that's why we have, no, we have a high crime rate because y'all last put us in jail. Exactly. Right. Because you had a school to prison system privatized. Right. You brought crack into our community. You didn't put crack in your community. You brought crack into our community. Exactly. Right. And you created a slave trade where you made Mandingo like men. Yes. You did that. Our home is not broken. We're complete. And so if we start with, I was complete. You can see like, oh, I'm I'm complete now because I'm not starting off as a negative. Right. Exactly. And I got to fix something. Yeah. I like, I really, really hone in on the story because I think that that is like so powerful of, hey, it makes sense why A, B, and C, right? I love that because to me, it provides me with, again, there was nothing broken. It was nothing broken. It wasn't broken. It really wasn't. And then I can understand like, you know what, you didn't know any better. So it makes sense why you continue this head. Right. But now that you're an adult, not only do you have common sense, right? We have some book sense. You've been out in the world. You have wisdom. You understand that that was then. But this is now and you have so much more power. Back then, 
you had to look to other people to care exactly. for you. It makes sense. They right. were the adults. And you you were the, if there was a man in the house, you still would have looked to them for safety. Period. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But now it's like you were taught, you've gained so much knowledge and so many tools that it's within you. The safety is already within you. Yeah. We just have to unpack it now because of all of the stuff that's been piled up on you over years. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And it makes me feel... But I mean, I feel there's a sense of liberation that I feel now, like this, like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, this is wonderful because it all is on me, which is great because I can control me. I can't control my husband. So it's like, think about it. How does it really make sense for you to count on him? You can't control him. You just can't. And you wouldn't want to. Yeah. But you, what you can do is control you. Yeah. And that... You know, when I thought about it before getting on a call with you, because I wrote it down on my my computer and I was like, oh my goodness, there was a sense of relief. Like that probably is a good word. It was a sense of relief. Like, okay. Yeah. And again, I, there, there was like this party inside of me where like confetti was just like, you got it. You got it. (laughs) What I want, like that part of you that was challenging him and wanting to feel safe. Yeah. I want you to just take a moment right now. And like mm-hmm. close her eyes and envision her mm-hmm. and tell her thank you. Yes. I thank you. Thank you for doing your job when I wasn't doing mine. Thank you for giving me, trying to give me what we needed, which was to feel safe. Yes. Thank you. I really appreciate you trying to step in. And now I want you to feel safe. I'm giving you permission to let go. I got it now. Thank you. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for showing it to me. I'm sorry I didn't hear you. I hear you now. Thank you. And I'm going to do my best to help you always feel safe. That's my job. I'm sorry that you had to take on that burden. I love you and I appreciate you for standing in the gap. And just literally feel yourself surrounding her with so much energy. And release her. It's like, you get to be you now. How does that feel? Feels good, lady. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I had to learn to know that it's okay. Yeah. Just hug her. Just hug her. Just be there and hug her. And rock with her. I'm so sorry. Sorry I didn't listen to you. I'm sorry I'm so I was so busy. I'm sorry. I hear you now. I'm here for you now. You are not alone. Just feel her. Stay with her today. Okay? Just give her a calm and peace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high-achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. 
I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome, helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life. Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. And on the next call, we'll figure out like, what does it look like to just love your husband and not (laughs) for safety for him? Yeah. Right? How are you going to flesh that out? What is that going to look like? What are you going to do? How are you going to see the pattern when it shows back up again? Because it will show back up again. What will be your cues? And so we'll talk about that on the next call. But this one. I like that. Because even though I'm cognizant, I I definitely know it's going to show back up because it's been with me for so long. It's like, this is how we've been doing things. And now you want to switch it up. (laughs) So it's like, it's a habit. So yeah. I do like that. It's just like really good because I I think that 
there's a lot of, you know, conversations and, you know, letting that little girl inside of me know, like, she's been talking and I haven't really been listening. Yeah. No, which this is the second time I noticed that. <laughs> the first time was, you know, last week when I just kind of was like, yeah, she's been telling me that we're really okay. Like, I don't need you like that. And I'm thinking that she did. And it's like, she's like, no, we're okay. Like, you can just move on. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, you know, I'm putting all this burden on someone else. And it's making me more resentful and unhappy. Yeah. And I'm creating that. Yeah. Like, he's not creating any of that. I'm creating. Once I let go and realize that, hey, you know he doesn't give you safety. Like that's all within you. Now what are you gonna do about it? Because you got all the power now. Let that go. And even just you like walking me through that, all of a sudden I just feel all this immense compassion for him. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> now I'm like, oh my God. Now, like like now I'm free to really love him. Like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I put a lot of pressure on him and it's like, unbeknownst to him. And he's just, you know, and it's like, but in the meantime, I'm I'm steadily, increasingly getting more resentful. Yeah. Like, why are you not doing this? Yeah. And what I see is even small things that has nothing to do with safety. It always goes back to safety. Like you said, it could be like you said, not coming back from a supermarket with one item that I, you know, and it's like, see, you can't even do that. It's like, no. <laughs> what is so funny? This is crazy. He has done nothing different. <laughs> Not one thing. I just had these revelations that I was, you know, doing. And it's like, oh, my God. Now all of a sudden I have like this capacity to just love more and more deeply because I removed that obstacle. But, you, you know, the gift of that is... Mm-hmm. You get to experience more love and he's yeah, absolutely. the ben- beneficiary of it. Yeah. He experiences more love because you primarily experience more love. Exactly. So yeah. It's like a side effect of being around you. Yeah. Me. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And so it it does. It makes me feel a lot better. Again, I feel like I've had like this huge revelation. All of a sudden the sky has opened up. It's sunny. Like, yeah, take that pressure off me. And again, like you said, to have compassion for myself because I did nothing wrong. It was, this is how you've been conditioned. And not only ha- how I have, but we still get conditioned. Like you said, the movies, yeah, commercials. Songs. Even when people say things to, I mean, you'll see a single person and be like, why aren't you married? And you're like, is that a requirement to live life? <laughs> but again, even us asking those questions there's so much to unpack just in that question. What it's saying is, in society, a woman has to be paired. Yeah. And if you're paired, that means you got to be happy. Yeah. And he's providing that other person providing all this stuff. And it's like, right. So we're going. Yeah. Well, how come on? So great. Oh my God. Yeah. This is the, see, listen to this. I, this is like, what is this, the fourth time? And it's like all this, every session, I feel like I get like so much out of it. And so good. This is good. This is good. Did you enjoy this podcast? Well, I have a personal invitation. 
I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. (laughs) That's Deeply Rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.